Psachim, Perik Yud, Mishnah Vav, 10.6. So the previous Mishnah ended up by saying, V'nomer lafanav haluya. We now begin reciting the Hallel, starting starts the word Haluka, um, which is the first of uh, the first verse in Tehillim Kuf Yud Gimel. The Hallel recitation actually just comprises six prakim, six chapters of, of Tehillim. So we're going to end up seeing all six in the full Hallel during the course of the evening. There's a bit of a tension here in, that the Mishnahis are bringing out. Um, regarding how much of the hollow we're going to say before eating the matzah. The tension is coming from, from at least two different um, aspects. The first issue is that we there's two parts to the Seder, as I alluded to in the previous Mishnah. There's the focus on the past and the redemption from Egypt, and the focus on the future and the ultimate redemption. So the hollow, as you say, it starts out talking about the notion of being of De Hashem and being free, and then transition to the Exodus of Egypt in Kufiyah Dalid, talking specifically about um, the Kriyas Yamsuf, etc. And then it goes on further to more stages of redemption, including the the future redemption and Trias Mesim, etc. So the question is, how much do we want to get to before we start eating the matzah and experiencing the Pesach Seder, the, eating the Korban Pesach, and so on? How much we let it save till afterwards. The second tension is that we have mitzvahs to do, the mitzvah of Achilles Matzah, etc., and we're concerned explicitly. The Gemara says the kids are going to start falling asleep, so we don't want to go. We want to cut this as short as possible, if you will, um, to not delay getting to the mitzvah of the Achilles Matzah. Um, but there's one other aspect, and that's the explicit in here in our Mishnah, which is when do we want to place this Kuf Yudala, the second of the six chapters of Tehillim that we're going to recite in Halal, um, which talks explicitly about the B'tzei Shalmi Mitzrayim, when the Jews went out of Egypt, and talking about their redemption from Egypt explicitly, leading up to the Kriyas Yamsuf. So do we want to say that, can we leave that to later, or should we say that first? Is that, is that essential to the culmination of our Magid? Um, or do we want to push it to a little bit later? Now, the advantage of pushing it to a little later is that, in truth, the actual exodus, the next stage in the redemption, didn't happen till midnight on the night of the 15th of Nisan with the Makas Bukhoros. And then after that, at midnight, um, the Jews were, were totally, well, were free. That was the next stage of freedom. Now, the Korban Pesach must be eaten by, by Chatzos, which means that if you're going to be leaving Kuf Yodalad, the B'tzai Sisrami Mitzrayim chapter, until after Echilas HaPesach, at the end of Shulchan Arach, if you will. So then, now you're going to end up saying at Chatzos, effectively, or close to Chatzos, which is sort of like, if you will, the appropriate time, um, which will have left that element unspoken, um, and this, so to speak, on some level disconnected from the Magid before you get to the end of the Matzah. So for all those reasons, there's a Machlokas here. It's clear that you do split it in half, but the Machlokas here is um, where you do the splitting. So the Mishnah here says, Ad hu Omer, how far into Hallel do you go? I mean, up to where, how many of those six chapters of Tehillim do you recite before you go into the, to the matzah part of things, of the evening? So, Beishamah Omrim Ad Eim Habanim Smecha. Beishamah says, just do the first chapter, Perek Kuf Yer Gimel, Tehillim 113, um, which talks about the notion of being free and Hashem choosing us and being Ovdei Hashem, um, 
And it also talks about like sort of being uplifted. The psukim that refer to things like Mekim Afradal, Me'ashras Yarm Evion. So those psukim are going to be in the first Kofi Gimel. So that we want to talk about freedom per se, independent of the specifics of the redemption from Egypt, which won't happen until midnight. So just say the first one says Be'eshamai. And Basil Omrim Ad Chalamish Lamain Omayim, you say the first two chapters, meaning you say also the second chapter, Kufiyadalid, which starts out when the Jews went out of Egypt, um, and talks about Hayam Rav Yarnes, the sea, meaning the the Yamsuf saw and and and, and fled. And it, the last words of that chapter um, end with the words that Hashem is tofech, he transforms um, the rock to a agam, to a, I don't know, a, a, a marsh. And a chalamish, a chalamish is a, is a, is a flint stone. That's the stone that you rub to make sparks. The idea being that it's like a super hard rock, the hardest rock, if you will, or uh, so to speak. Lamainomayim, he turns it into like a spring of water. Um, so that's just what the, the end of that kufiyudalad. So, Basil say we want to say that and talk about the Exodus of Egypt explicitly connected, excuse me, to our our uh, Magid, and it won't be at Chatzos. That's okay. Allah, of course, like being like Basil, so that's what we do. And then Vachosim Bagula. After saying those two Prakmatelam, we'll then end with a blessing, a blessing that is going to be talking about the redemption. So now. This bracha of Geula, Chosem, will end with the bracha of Geula. There's a machlokas here as the Mishnah continues on, exactly what that bracha consists of. So Rabbi Tarfan Omer, Asher ga'alnu vagal es avoseinu mimitzrayim. You say, and the words, the baruch ata Hashem elokeinu melech ha'olam, which is the uh, introductory formula of all brachos, all blessings, is not mentioned explicitly here, but that's true for all the blessings that are listed, for example, in Mesechus Brachos. It's left unsaid. But after you say, you'll say, who redeemed us, and redeemed our forefathers, from Egypt. Um, and then, that's according to the gears we have in front of us, that would be the end of the bracha. But um, the Rosh and the Rif have a few more words. Um, they say, who brought us to this day, Lechol Bo Matzah Um So we can eat the Matzah the Moror. Those words are in the Rif Skirsa and the Rosh Skirsa, and they are in our Haggadah as well. So that's just an extra word there. And then, V'lo Hayachosem. You would end with the, as Girsa in front of us, with Mimitzrayim, according to the Girsa of our Haggadahs, like the Russian Rif, Matzah um, Moror, and then that's it. The idea being that there are two kinds, let's call it two kinds of brachos. There's um, um, like a simple bracha and a complex bracha. Complex bracha, meaning a bracha rucha, is, or a long bracha, is one that incorporates multiple elements. And a bracha katsara, a simple bracha, incorporates just a single element. So, according to Batarfan, this is just a simple bracha. There's one element, the element of gula. And that being the case, there's no need and no permission even to, like, and the brach with another baruch Hashem or baruch whatever. We just do no chasima, no no separate seal. Had it been a bracha arucha, a complex bracha that's composite of multiple multiple themes, then we would end the bracha with 
like a recap, if you will, again, saying Baruch Ta Hashem, whatever, Hazan Sakol or something that would, you know, that ties all the elements together and gets the main central crux of the bracha. But no need, says Reb Tarfin, because there's only one theme here. Rebbe Kiva Omer, Rebbe Kiva disagrees. And Rebbe Kiva is responding. He, he, he doesn't disagree with what Reb Tarfin said. He just says that in response to the fact that we no longer have a base of Mikdash that has to be acknowledged, the time Rebbe Kiva was lost already, and that's Hayom of course, till today. So Rebbe Kiva wants to add to this blessing. He needs a supplement that recognizes the lacking and desire for the rebuilding of the base of Mikdash. And therefore, Rebbe Kiva Omer, in addition, you will say, You'll say, and thus, or therefore, Hashem our God, and our forefathers, bring us, let us arrive at other Moadim, Moadim appointed times in the calendar, referring to Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur, Vilragalim, the Regalim, the three pilgrimage festivals, Pesach, Shavuot, Habaim, Lekrasenu, Shalom, that and they should arrive. And we should greet them in, in peace. They should be in a peace time in the scenario of Shalom, of peace. And then, in a scenario where we are rejoicing in the rebuilding of your city, Yerushalayim. And we are rejoicing in your service. This is mean the service in the base of Mikdash, um, specifically. The difference between Simcha and Sasa and Simcha, while less intense, is more external. Social rejoicing, everyone will be happy with the building, party. And Sason, which is more internal joy, even if it's more intense, it's, you know, knowing that you're doing the right thing and you're fulfilling your tafkid. Um, that's a deeper existential joy of Vodas Hashem. And the bracha continues on. You'll further say, V'nochal sham, and we will eat there, meaning in Yerushalayim, when it's rebuilt. Min ha-zavachim psachim From the zavachim, the the offerings, really referring to the Chagiga offering, and from the Pesachim, this is a reference to the Korban Pesach um, that we would eat, of course. There are those who poskim, who, because this is going to find its way to our Haggadah, who say that if Leil HaSeder falls out on a Motzi Shabbos, that would mean that the 14th of Nisan would have been Shabbos. And while you can bring a Korban Pesach, you can't bring a, a, a you don't bring the Shalmei Simcha. There's no Chagiga there. So, I said that badly. There's no Chagiga. There's no Shalmei Chagiga there. Um, so, therefore, like the 14th, the Chagiga, you know, the, the 14th. So, you wouldn't bring that. So, therefore, the gears would change to say, Min HaPsachem, Min HaZavachem, the other way around. And indeed, you might see that in some Gersos. And then, the... After that, you would then say, Ad Barachat Hashem Go'al Yisrael. You would then, the at that point, you would, um, there, there's like missing words that the Mishnah doesn't speak out, but there are missing words that would be inserted here, which are, Asher Yagiyah Damam Al-Kir and their blood should be applied and reach the, the walls of your Altar to appease for Ratzon to be acceptable. And we will be able to praise, uh, thank you with a new song on regarding our redemption. This is talking with the ultimate redemption of our Gula and Pedus and like the saving of our souls. 
And then, that's, that those words are missing here, but they would be continued, Rabbi Akiva has them inserted. He's just not spoken out explicitly. And then, you would say, uh, you would now have a chasima. In other words, Rabbi Tarfan said there's no chasima required because this bracha is a simple bracha, bracha katsara, but here it's a bracha arucha. Rabbi, Rabbi Akiva has included a number of elements, lots of elements into this bracha. Since you have multiple elements, we'll now have to um, sum it up at the end with a, with a chasima, with a seal, which says, you would say, Baruch Hashem, Ga'al Yisrael. Um, bless for you, Hashem, who redeems Israel. That's Rabbi Kiva's chasima, which is required. And our Nusach and our Minagas Sigal Rabbi Kiva, we incorporate both Rabbi Tarfan's preliminaries as well as the Hosafot, the additions that uh, Rabbi Akiva adds in our, and that's how it features in our Haggadahs.